Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I believe I've got Doghouse on the line. Are you there? I am here, so yes. Oh thank, oh, thank God. Blog Talk Radio is having some <laughs> issues. <laughs> We're coming to you live, as you can tell, after the Nationals arrive. The series finale with the Milwaukee Brewers. Three to two in Miller Park. They snapped their seven-game losing streak. Doghouse, how does it feel to have the losing streak over? Please talk for a minute while I tweet out a link to our show. Oh, it's 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 fantastic. Uh, you know, I had sworn never to call into the show again until the Nats won. So uh, when when Sean Kelly gave us a, a a little bit of drama there in the in, in the ninth, I was thinking, ah, well, you know, I'll, I'll be off the show again. But for, fortunately for the uh, the prospects of you having someone to talk to today, the, the Nats actually came through. <laughs> Tanner Roark on the mound, four starts in June, two and one, four six three ERA, a two eighty nine, three thirty three, four hundred line against, and twenty three and a third innings pitched. Uh, four oh one ERA, two five three, three twelve, three sixty line against on the road this season versus two two five ERA, two two four, three oh nine, two ninety two line against in DC. Seven scoreless, seven hits allowed, one walk, 95 pitches, 63 strikes. He gets the start when Steven Strasburg can't uh, answer the bell again. Tanner Roark goes out there and leads the Nationals. Uh, dominant outing, gave up seven hits, but was really in command the whole time. Got in trouble a few times, but was able to work out of it and really helped the Nationals here. They needed a win, and he did everything he could to get them. Yeah, that was, that was uh I, I feel like he had runners in scoring position for the entire game. Uh, looking back on the on the, the game log, and actually, th- this was not the case. It just seems like I, I'm remembering every part of the game when he had someone on second or third or or, or both, which is actually now that I'm looking at the game log was, was quite a bit of the time. Uh, but he managed to get some big strikeouts when he needed big strikeouts and get his ground balls uh, to to get some uh, get outs when he needed outs. And this, this was uh, a triumph both of, uh, I think, determination and will and a bit of fortunate sequencing. And uh, I, I actually went and checked Brooks Baseball uh, to look at the pitch FX data for this game and maybe three or four generous calls on, on some strikes here. But, uh, you know, I, I certainly complain loudly enough when things go against me, so I'm, I'm going to accept it when things go our way uh, in terms of the, the vagaries of human umpires, robot umpires now. Uh, but a, a great outing by Roark. Uh, he, he had good life on, uh, on that two-seam fastball running back into the zone. Uh, he was uh, only one walk on the evening. That Lobatone managed to throw out, which I think is only the second or third person he's thrown out all uh, all season. So uh, just just a great performance on what one day's notice uh, for Roark to come out here and, and lead the team to a win. I will also note that Lobatone's caught stealing is against one of the leading base uh, stealers in the league so far this year. So it was a good time to pull that first caught stealing out of his, out of his pocket if that was indeed the first. I haven't looked back to see if it was, but there are – I haven't remembered too many off the top of my head. 
Uh, Jimmy Nelson on the mound for the Brewers, a 2010 Brewers second-round pick, uh, winless in four June starts heading into the base finale with a 7-5-0 ERA, a 3-63-4-46-5-63 line against an 18-innings pitch. So, of course, he, you know, of course, he holds the Nationals hit list through five. Uh, throws a lot of pitches, though, so he's out of there early, even with a no-hitter going through five innings, five walks, 1K, 91 pitches, 53 strikes, a five to six grand out to fly out there. Just way too many pitches, way too many walks, especially late in that, uh, that fifth inning. He, I think he walked three in a row to load the bases before he got a, a fly ball by Bryce Harper to die on the track with some sort of magic that he used out there in Milwaukee. Yeah, this is a man who has clearly made uh, made made offerings and sacrifices and poured libations to the Babbitt gods over and over again uh, over the course of the day, as as well as possibly a, a valise filled with cash to the hometown scorekeeper to to get his no hitter. And I'm making quotation marks with my Close. fingers as I say that through five. Uh, I, I noticed that as soon as he came out, the scoring on that was changed to a hit. <laughs> I was listening to the radio uh, for most of the game, but when I heard Charlie and Dave describing that play, I went down and checked the TV, and that was a hit. I, it was it, there, there was not a question about that. Uh, that was that was a homer scoring decision the whole way. And honestly, if a guy is going to walk five in five innings, why are you you going to such pains to make sure it's a clean hit for the first hit of the game? That was. Uh, this was, in all possible ways, the curse of some guy I'd never heard of coming out and, and getting some, some good Babbitt luck, dancing his way out of some tough situations that he got himself into with some really hard-hit balls that were straight at people and got, you know, to, to the Brewers' credit, some fine defensive plays to get him out of some jams. But, uh, yeah, not, not someone that the, the Nats should not have managed to put up any runs against of. I'm sorry, I started drinking early, and I'm not sure if that's too many negatives to make my point here. <laughs> I got the gist of it, though. Uh, Anthony Rendon broke up the combined no-hit bid in the sixth. They broke up the shutout in the seventh when Jose Lobatone picked a good time for his first home run as well. Opposite field blast there. Nationals go up one nothing. They pad their lead a little bit in the top of the eighth inning. Anthony Rendon takes a two-out walk. And I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but Anthony Rendon actually walked more than he caved in college. He gets a really. Up the, it's true. Glenn Robinson comes up next. Hits a three-run blast. Uh, ends up being an extremely big hit when the <laughs> Brewers rally later. But Clint uh, Robinson gets the start today. Lobatone in there for Wilson Ramos, and both of them come through big for the Nationals. Uh, home runs in consecutive innings. Ramos a two-run uh, single solo blast. Robinson a two-run blast. Make it three nothing there. Yeah, uh, a, a great. A great bench rally here. Um, Lobatone not getting a lot of playing time is. I I can only imagine he's he's his confusion at catching for a right-handed pitcher. Uh, I'm just glad he was able to set up on the correct part of the plate to catch the ball for uh, for the entire uh, game. Although he he did have kind of an embarrassing pass ball early on. Maybe he was he was settling into that unfamiliar arm angle coming at him there. Uh, but. Yeah, the, uh, the the home run was legit. That that cleared the fence fence by several feet. It was it was uh, you know probably would have been out in other ballparks as well. Uh, and you know as as much as I like to poke fun, uh, certainly timely. Uh, Robinson, who's uh, ha- hasn't been productive in his his last few appearances, certainly steps in for uh, 
and, and gives a, a nice appearance considering how much uh, Zim has been struggling lately at first to, to put together any production and the, the horrific disrespect that all of baseball has been showing him uh, in terms of walking people in front of him and pitching to him in tough situations. And sadly, he just hasn't been able to come through. But uh, tonight, uh, Robinson, or this afternoon, I guess I should say, Robinson uh, with, uh, with, with the spot start to give him a, a day off to you know, maybe take a mental day and get his head back in the game, really comes through with uh, that, that critical hit there to give the Nats the, the winning cushion. Good to see. Uh, I, I feel like Dusty points to his head every time the Sunday, Sunday lineup comes through like this. As soon as Robinson hit that one, I started seeing the clamoring on the internet, uh, reactionary internet, I should say, <laughs> clamoring for Clint, Robin, Clint Robinson is, to get is some there more another playing time. time. <laughs> uh, Ryan Zimmerman, you mentioned his struggles, 188, 225, 313 line so far in June after he went one for six with three Ks in the first two, game in Milwaukee, two, two games in Milwaukee, 230, 288, 410 line on the year, 12 doubles, 10 home runs. Uh, you think he needs a little bit more of a break? Do you think there's a time when the Nationals are going to actually start going with Clint Robinson uh, a little more regularly the way Ryan Zimmerman's been struggling so far this season? Or you think that with the history he has, uh, I should note the money that he's making really quickly, uh, the Nationals will <laughs> stick, with Ryan, stick with Ryan Zimmerman and hope that he kind of straightens it out as the season goes along. Uh, he's known as a notorious uh, strong finisher uh, from what I remember of his splits, but so far this season really struggling at the plate. Yeah, and, and Zim is, is – this is a team full of streaky hitters, and Zim may, might be the, the streakiest of them. And even granted that, that Clint came through with the big hit today, his WRC plus, which again, 100 is league average, is 73. Zim's is 84. And this is after uh, all of his struggling of the last couple of weeks. So yeah. he is, he, that, is, that is not the offensive production you want out of a first baseman. But the, the Nats do not have a better option. And certainly Clint Robinson isn't it. Uh, I, I certainly agree with Dusty's policy of, of – finding playing time and finding at-bats for the bench guys so that they stay fresh and that they can, they can come through and give you a big hit sometimes like Clint did today. But I, I think Zim is going to have to struggle for a good bit longer before the Nats seriously look at making a change uh, for more than something like, you know, giving him an extra day off once a week or something like that to try and get right. Um, he has enough of a track record record and I think the Nats have enough invested in both sort of emotionally as well as financially uh, to give him every possible chance to get back on track. Going into that ninth inning here, uh, forgive Nationals fans if they were (laughs) clenching their teeth or whatever we like to say. uh, As Sean Kelly came back out for the four-out save, he strikes out the first two batters he faces, but then Martin Maldonado gets a hanging slider, hits it out to left for a solo shot, three to two at that point. Jonathan Villar hits one to left. Jason Worth, you could see the glare of the sun coming off his glasses. He was just bathed in sunlight out there, so clearly had no idea where that ball was, but misplayed it, let it bounce around behind him, too. He had clearly just no clue where that ball ended up. Michael Taylor had to come over and throw it in to keep Villar at third and spare us from another uh, inside-the-park home run that kills the Nationals. But, uh, uh, 
but they managed to get out of it. Scooter Jeanette, who is the cutest little name in baseball, flies out to left to end it there <laughs> with the potential tying run on third base. Uh, just, you know, national fans are sweating this one out, the way things have gone, two and seven on the road trip going into this one, a seven-game losing streak. It felt for a minute like it was all going to fall apart for the nationals again there. Yeah, you, you just can't believe it. I, I mean, here, here uh, Kelly comes in, the, the guy that we've all been lobbying, or at least me and Dave, to, to be the high-leverage guy, uh, comes in with a, a two-out jam that Trinan's gotten himself into, gets a strikeout, strikes out the first two batters in the ninth. We're all patting ourselves in the back. And all of a sudden, it, it, it starts to fall apart. And, and, and we're just saying, oh, my goodness, Nats, what – what depth are you going to to find new ways to lose and make us make us feel terrible about being your fans? But uh, <clears throat> fortunately, uh, Kelly calmed down and after giving up seven bases, uh, managed to get a pop-up that Worth was able to get to. So uh, good, good on him for that. Good, good on him for keeping the stuff together and not going crazy and giving up a walk. Sorry, I had to reach for the cough button there. Uh <laughs> It, that that was that was as as trying as any game that ended up in a win that uh, that that we've watched as as Nats fans. Um, fortunately, it was all concentrated right there at the end instead of stretched out in an agonizing way over over the most of it. Because in spite of being scoreless with a lot of jams uh, over the middle of it, there's something about Roark's approach and his confidence on the mound made you feel like the Nats were in control, even though it was a scoreless tie and a no-hitter, again, I'm making quotation marks with my fingers, for the first five innings. <laughs> uh, as a bonus for the Nationals finally getting their uh, losing streak snapping win, the Mets lost today too. So heading into that series, they have a three-game lead in the NL East. But the big news of the day off of the field, of course, Steven Strasburg placed on the 15-day DL retroactive to the 26th, I think. Uh, I think I wrote it wrong in my story here to the 16th, which would have been a long time ago, but maybe. Uh, He's going to miss the start. uh, Miss the start today, I should say. Going to be on the 15-day DL for an indeterminate amount of time since I can't remember when it was retroactive to. But they're going to have to call someone up, it looks like. Lucas Giolito, possibly. Uh, he's lined up for a start tomorrow. A.J. Cole just pitched today. He's already on the 40-man, so not likely to see him. Austin Voss continued to impress at AAA this season. Uh, right-hander Ronaldo Lopez at AA has been racking up Ks recently. Uh, a few beat writers mentioned that Taylor Jordan, who had Tommy John surgery, could be placed on the 60-day DL if they have to make a 40-man roster move. But just a kind of disappointing here, the way Strasburg has been pitching, that he's going to miss a little bit of time here uh, after not being able to make the last two starts. No, that that is kind of a punch in the gut because really, uh, for all that everyone on the he, – he's been the most consistent and the most like the stopper on the rotation so far this year. Okay, he's he's had his, his weak outings as well. But uh, the Nats have managed to win whenever he's out there. Uh, and so he, he brings a certain level of confidence, I think, that uh, that the Nats have kind of been missing on this on this West Coast string. And uh, honestly, I, I when you hear it described that they were popping the ribs back in or whatever it was <laughs> with, with, that they were talking about with this injury, how can he not have gone on the DL right away with that? That just, I, I mean, I admit I don't know exactly what that means. It just sounds awful. Oh. <laughs> 
I, I, I hope he's able to come back from that relatively quickly and that whoever comes up with whatever move has to be made to, to get another starter out there is uh, is interesting and successful. Most of all, get get Will Soonstras. The, the rotation needs you. I questioned myself, but I did actually report things correctly. So go go me. It was retroactive to the 16th, so he could be back sooner than expected. But they're going to need to fill in for him. Either way, Nationals win today, three to two final in Milwaukee. Everyone, <laughs> I, if if you have MLB TV, I suggest everyone go back and listen to the end of the Milwaukee Brewers broadcast to hear the colorful language one of the Nationals was dropping on the on-field mics on the way out of there, explaining that they wanted to get the <laughs> get the blank out of this blank in place <laughs> and get out of there. I'm sure they're happy to get out of Milwaukee and head home for a start of a 10-game home stand. New York Mets in town for three starting tomorrow at 7.05. We'll be in D.C. covering that series. So, talk to you after that game, sir. Go Nets. And phew, the losing's over. <laughs> 